pandemonium reigns. Pandemonium reigns. Brought to you by us. <laughs> us. Sponsors on deck, just not yet. Coming soon, though. Brought to you, uh, brought to you by you, because you can like and subscribe. Our downloads are shooting up uh, when we drop episodes, and just can't say thank you enough for that. So thank you for that. But if you're not liking and subscribing, um, how do I say this? You suck. <laughs> we don't like you just kidding just kidding we just don't kidding. like you hey let's talk let's talk um let's talk the other bowl games a playoff that um are going to be heavily watched let's start with the playoff game let's start with the let's heavy ones heavy ones up first georgia and ohio state the buckeyes the bulldogs georgia is um uh, is uh, favored in the spread at six and a half. Man, that excites me. <laughs> <laughs> One score? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. If if Ohio State can get this done, it will be because of their dudes on the edge, on the offense. Oh, yeah. It would be because of Marvin Harrison and Igbuka. Igbuka. Wakanda forever, however you say his name. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no racism applied. Eleven. He's a baller. Um, if Ohio State gets the Georgia that we got, now I think that our offense is a lot more schematic based, um, um, complex routes stuff like that. Um, Ohio State is a little more. I don't want to say basic. Uh, they rely less on the system. I guess I should say because they've got. They've got talent, you know. They got talent yeah. everywhere. Um, oh, absolutely. You know, a large part of our production—I'm not afraid to say it—is because of our systems, because of Coach Heupel. It's because of that Heupel and Golish relationship. But I'm, I'm, I'm. I think Ohio State's going to have to get into a scoring match, probably. You know, and if I and if I'm Georgia, I'm doing my best to keep this ball on the ground and say you can't score if the ball's not in your hands. So, and I think just something Georgia's more than capable of doing. Yeah, no, absolutely. Six and a half off the off the dome feels low. It feels it feels about uh, eighteen and a half too low for me, frankly. I mean, Fair I'm enough. I'm serious. My gut just my gut just tells me that Georgia, you know, the disrespect card that Ohio State's trying to play. Like, yeah, you know, we're the most disrespected playoff team ever. Oh my god, <laughs> Georgia has a way of like they've gotten zero disrespect but they're going to like assume Ohio State's supposed disrespect and just find a way to grind them into like coffee grinds or something like that like that's the that's the feeling that I have about this game sure. that's what I think of Georgia that's hard for me to say mm-hmm. um if you know me uh which I'll do by now it just it feels way too low over and under of 62 dude that that feels wild to me as well we talked about in our other in our orange cast, Tennessee and Clemson having an over under 63 and a half felt high to me. This feels high to me, man. It feels like Georgia could just, like you just said, sit on the ball if they want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, something tells me that they kind of want to put on a show, really, is is what I think, but that they're more than capable of just sitting on the ball. No one, no one player takes on like that disrespect chip on the shoulder thing better than Stetson Bennett. 
So, you know, I expect that he's going to be dropping dimes out there the way that he's done at his best this season. I think Ohio State needs to catch him on a bad day or they need to get to him, which has just not been done a lot this season. Mm -hmm. He's been also very good at eluding. If he has had pressure in his face, I mean, he's been magical at it. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I mean, they need to cause havoc for him. They need to speed him up any way that they can. And just here's the thing. for if If I'm thinking about Ohio State, I can't think about anything else, none of the good, because of their performance against Michigan, the way that they got just ran over by the time the game was over. I think Michigan's a better running team maybe than Georgia because they haven't, they've just not done it the way that they usually do it. They're, they're more than capable, but they haven't just sat back and handed it off to six different running backs. Yeah. The way that they've done it over Kirby's career. Uh, They've been more than willing to let Stetson throw it around and things like that. So again, I can't get that Michigan game out of the head for me. Fair. Uh, for Ohio State, I think it's going to repeat, if if not worse. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, I'll actually I'm going to pick I'm going to pre- predict the game to be close, and the reason I, I I'm doing that is because the last time that Ohio State was in a similar situation, and I said, man, they're about to get romped. They won. Yeah. That was, that was 2002 against Miami. Okay. Now we've talked about this, um, and, and if you're listening right now, you're saying, "Well, they shouldn't have won because of defensive pass interference." Okay, if that's your argument, everybody was saying going into that game they don't stand a chance. They were in it. They were in it. Absolutely. I mean, I mean they took it to overtime. So you know, say what you want. Um, I think I think Ohio State will find a way to keep it close. I'm going to say something like twenty-eight thirty-one. 24 31 somewhere around that marker uh will not be surprised if it's 41 28 you know something like something like that yeah um Um, i I think what they and this is like asking someone to cure cancer almost but like they need to try to capture the way that the way that alabama's been frankly because they're capable because of the receivers and the quarterback that they have you know it'd be one thing if i'm saying yeah michigan man they've got a throw with anticipation they've got to streak down the field they've got to hit those those receivers and great chaos Ohio State has the players to do that yeah to get favorable matchups with their guys if they can because Georgia doesn't give you many favorable matchups mm-hmm. so they've got to figure out a way how can they throw with anticipation you know before the guys breaking how can they do that how can they keep Stroud upright because Georgia creates more havoc than anyone whether they blitz whether they rush three or four they are just so sound and so dominant in the front. I think that they have to try to find a way to sprinkle just ways that Bryce Young throws the ball down the field, throws with anticipation, the way that the receivers, you know, again, looking for the ball as soon as they make the break. You know, what what chaos can they cause? Because I think, like you said, that the outside guys have to win this game. Sure, sure. I also think there's a bit of, uh, like you said, the disrespect factor. I mean, they've been they've been told they shouldn't be here. Uh, everybody's pointing to that Michigan loss, which I think it was with four minutes left, six minutes left. I mean, it was a game and then, you know, they let two long runs go. Yeah. So, I mean, they're right there for, for four quarters, arguably. So, and they've heard this whole time. They don't even deserve to be there. I mean, you're going to get romped. Uh, good teams show up. So, I mean, we'll find out ultimately. Yeah. We'll, proof is in the pudding. We'll see. I, I'll predict Ohio state to cover though. Okay. I'm going to say Georgia covers, uh, 
But I will say this. That's my thoughts on the game. I'm so thankful that this is not our national championship because, oh. frankly, I know that game will kick off. You know, the national championship is going to kick off at like 930 Eastern. That's going to be fun. <laughs> but I would be tempted to be out on the golf course again if that was the case, if, sure. if this was our national championship, because no matter who wins between TCU and Michigan, which we'll get to in a minute, that's my that's who I'm riding with. Oh, my gosh. Can y'all please go win a championship one way or the other? Please. <laughs> Well, if you're not on the golf course, Top Golf will be open, I'm sure. Hey, you're right. I might be. Yeah, they got TVs. I won't. Be I was there. about to say, but they do have TVs. <laughs> I will not be there. Nope. Can't do it. We'll, we'll find something else to go to. Uh, the Horned Frogs and the Wolverines. Oh, back up real quick. Georgia and Ohio State. Luckily for Georgia, they're getting this as another home game. TCU, <laughs> Michigan. Kirby Smart's third national championship appearance. I'll stop. Okay, I'll stop. My bad. All right, I'll stop. I'll stop. Michigan, TCU, everybody is 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 just saying, man, TCU just doesn't stand a chance. They're about to get romped. Michigan has a mismatch problem. Yes, they do. And it's this Quentin Johnston kid, and he is going to be a – look for TCU to go to him early and often. Third and eight, Johnston. First and ten, Johnston. I mean – and we saw what Duggan, Dugan, I don't know how you say his name, how <laughs> Max, um, you know, how he can rise to the occasion and what kind of chip of, uh, is going to be on his shoulder coming off of that Kansas State loss. People are counting TCU out, and I just don't know that that's right. It, or if, if the branding, I'm going to do this again, if the branding was different, if that was a orange longhorn with the exact same players, oh, would, yeah. you, would you be doing that? And I'm not so sure you would. I think it's just the brand that people have uh, a problem with and are just associating, oh, well, you know, they, they don't show up to these things. TCU, playoff, national – no, 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 no. I think what they're that's what they're subconsciously doing. And I'm just telling you, Quentin Johnston is going to have a long NFL career. Oh, gosh, yes. So buckle up. Uh, especially – and if I'm, if I'm a Michigan fan, I would hope that I'm thinking realistic going, hey <laughs> – we might want to double him most of the night. If we if we lose, it's not it's not because of him. It's because of some other three star, two star receiver that they have, you yeah. Know, or because you know Max Duggan should have won the Heisman that night, you know. Yeah. So, <clears throat> thoughts? Yeah. Uh, just going to kind of have the same spin that I've had here, and the first thing I noticed that really really stands out to me because the line is seven and a half in Michigan's favor. They could, they can cover that. I, I frankly, I think TCU will cover. Michigan will win. That's my gut feeling. But looking at the over under of fifty eight and a half, I think this is one where that that could get really pushed. I mean, seriously, I think Michigan's going to be able to run the ball because they've done that with that offensive line being freaking road. Just man, there's some warriors. They're huge. They're mm -hmm. they're really they're sound. What they do, they do it well. They can certainly run the ball. I think. But, like you said, Quentin Johnston, Max Dugan, TCU has not turned the ball over. Uh, they are very balanced offensively. Uh, they do uh, pass it a little bit more, about 70 yards more than they run it on average. But they're very balanced. They're very capable, I hope. And I don't think surely Michigan will have any – we're, like, overlooking them, looking, you know, planning ahead for a potential playoff uh, championship appearance. Mm -hmm. uh, but, again, my gut feeling is that TCU covers Michigan wins. And I think that that 58 and a half – is very vulnerable in this case, probably more so than any of the other over-unders we've talked about. I think this could turn into a bit of a scoring match because, again, will TCU stop Michigan's run? Then on that 
in, in that factor, will they stop the play action and JJ McCarthy's legs and arm? Yeah. But you know, Michigan has been very good defensively. So will they be able to stop all that TCU can throw at you? I just think that's a very vulnerable 58 and a half could hit the over there. Agreed. Especially on that over under part. Yeah. I, I can see this going over big time. TCU's run defense or defense altogether is, 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 is something that doesn't get enough attention. Yeah. They play really, really well in, in a conference that experienced a lot of parity this year. It was not top heavy. I mean, there was, there, I mean, Ohio State, excuse me, Iowa State was your worst team in the conference and their record was bad, but they weren't bad. Right. Uh, so say what you want to, but I think TCU's defense, and sometimes it's those guys that defensively who, who have a chip on their shoulder, who are pissed, you know, and they bring the physical element and that, I mean, I, I, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll end this whole section by saying this. Be surprised. Be surprised. Be shocked. Be surprised if Ohio State pulls that pulls that win out. Do not be surprised if TCU does. That is very well said. I think TCU is more. more than capable of doing this. I listen. If 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 Michigan comes out and they and they are well balanced, which is what I expect them to do, they they run well, they pass well, they defend well. They're averaging eighty five rushing yards allowed per game. <laughs> TCU's only at 149, though. I mean, yeah. So anyway, if if the books, if, if if everything happens on paper, you know, like we think it's going to, Michigan's going to win probably by 10, 14, maybe, you know, maybe less, maybe a touchdown. I don't know, man. I, there's just something about when the media just starts pointing, oh, no, they don't stand a chance, and everybody you talk to, no, they don't, they don't even deserve to be there, yada, yada, yada. Look out, because all, all Sonny Ducks, Son, Sonny Ducks, Sonny Dykes <laughs> and and Max Dugan and these guys have done all years is, is just prove you wrong. So, and I think Max Duggan is a problem in, him, is in, in himself. Oh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, he was in New York, for Pete's sake. Oh, so, yeah. There's 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 going to be some mismatch problems for Michigan, and they're going to have to get that figured out. With that said, though, I'll take, uh, I'll take the under. Um, actually, I'll take the under. I think it'll be below fifty eight, and I will take TCU to cover again. Yeah, won't be shocked at all. I mean, really looking forward to this game and hope it lives up to a playoff semifinal. Yeah, hope it lives up to that. Uh, and, and again, I'll, I'll, I feel like right now, the only thing that would really surprise me if TCU runs away with it, everything else seems totally possible. TCU upset Michigan handling them. Uh, but I'm feeling that, that TCU will cover that, but lose. Sure. Sure. I think that's fair. Uh, moving on Iowa and Kentucky hitting. No one cares. Alabama, Kansas state. <laughs> I don't care about Kentucky or Iowa. <laughs> I will say that it is funny that Iowa is favored at two and a half. Yes. Alaba, Al- Alaba, Alaba, Amabala, Alabama, <laughs> and Kansas State. Here's how I want to start this off. What Alabama shows up, do we get the 2008 Sugar Bowl that played against Utah? Do we get those guys? If we do, you're in a world of trouble, and I think we'll find out early. I think we'll know in the first quarter if they want to be there or not. Certainly. Uh, basically the same for any New York six New York six game. I think we'll know. And 
don't expect that from Kansas State. And I think if you get that from Kansas State, you just go ahead and need to – we'll shut the podcast down. You know, color me surprised. <laughs> I don't know anything. I think Alabama's about to get Kansas State's absolute best. I do too. When Kansas State can now walk into a recruit of a home and say, here's a ring. Yeah, it might be uh, just the Sugar Bowl, but it was against Bama. The, the guys yeah, that are – sugar- Yeah. The guys Sugar that are – yeah, but yeah. if you'll remember that playoff is about to expand, TCU got into it before it expanded. Help that be us. Well said. Well said. Uh, I think you and I have both kind of come to uh, to the terms that Will Howard is a better quarterback, at least for Kansas State. You know, I don't know about overall, but situationally for those guys, for the Purple Cats in particular, um, and and can Deuce Vaughn. Can he get lost in the traffic? Because the 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 dudes at Bama are massive. Okay. Oh yeah. Can oh he, yeah. Can he if he gets lost in the shovel and a shuffle on a continue continuous basis? My mind again keeps going back. I think it was two thousand three, the two thousand three Big Twelve Championship. Oklahoma had some big dudes on the defensive front, and they're just Darren Sproles, you know, down the sideline, up the middle, just getting lost everywhere, and I. Pretty sure they won that one pretty convincingly. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I actually think Alabama's going to show up. I think they'll be ready. Um, and I think that poses a problem <laughs> for Kansas State, especially when you got dudes like Will Anderson and Bryce Young who have made the decision to play. I think that changes a lot. Oh, yeah. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, I think Alabama can, can win this game. I think Kansas State can keep this close probably until the fourth. You know, but ultimately, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think the tide's going to roll. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I think Alabama wins by 14 with the capabilities of winning by much more, unless, like you said, they don't show up. Will Howard, oh, gosh, Will Howard, Will Anderson and Bryce Young, those guys opting in, man. Yeah. Even more respect to two guys that I have given more respect to for Alabama players. I mean, just, Blown away by them because, I mean, seriously, that's two top five picks right there with a lot on the line. In a game like we're talking about, for Alabama, a New Year's Six Bowl is such a indicator of a bad season. For everybody else, it's like, congrats, man. That's that's a huge achievement. Props to you. Alabama, though, it's, it's not that, and these guys are opting into that game. The question for me is who will Bryce be throwing the ball to because they've got guys in the portal. They've got guys that have not – shown up this year in the way that we certainly expect them to yeah um so ultimately i trust bryce young enough that it you know it just really doesn't matter in this game to me who he's gonna be throwing to i I trust alabama to cover this six and a half like i said i think this over under 56 is in severe danger of getting smashed i mean oh it could be i could see this game being in the 30s a piece that alone would do it but i could certainly see like i said alabama running away with it I don't mm-hmm. expect Kansas State to fold. I just – I don't know how much they'll be able to uh, – how many issues they'll be able to pose for Alabama. I, I trust their offense much more than I trust their defense. Let me say that. And then for Deuce Vaughn, like you said, getting lost in traffic in this game, how much did he get lost in traffic just in terms of the sport? He's got 1,425 yards. That's 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 Blake Corum level. Yeah, yeah. If he was healthy, he would have been in New York the same way that Hendon Hooker would have been if he was healthy. I mean, that's the way – that you have to think about it. He put up Blake Corum numbers. Mm-hmm. Kansas State doesn't have the offensive line that Blake Corum was running behind. Sure. Um, put up great numbers. Again, you know, in a very, very – a conference that had so much parity this season. So, 
that's the way I feel about the game. Alabama's going to cover, I think, 14, 20-point win for them. Won't be surprised, though, by, again, anything but Kansas State kind of running away with it, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, again, that Kansas State-Michigan comparison, which was solid, by the way. Um, on a Kansas State schedule, arguably more difficult than a Michigan schedule. Very true. Um, that's very true. We talk about – it's funny. We talk about Ohio State and their schedule because they lost to Michigan, mm -hmm. but we don't talk about Michigan's schedule all that much. Their schedule wasn't even as good as Ohio State's because Ohio State at least scheduled Notre Dame. They didn't turn out to be who they thought were thought to be, ranked top 10, top 5 preseason, but they did turn out an 8-4 season despite some yeah. – very odd early season losses. So we, yeah. we we criticize Ohio State schedule while we don't really talk about Michigan schedule probably enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, absolutely. I mean, that would be the narrative if they had lost that game, if the roles had been reversed. I do want to ask you this. Do you Are you surprised at all by the spread? Six and a half, no. No, I'm not because, because it's a bowl game, because I think Vegas has assumed that how much are these guys going to care um, if this was, let's, I'm not going to say if this is a conference game, but let's say this is early season, Alabama plays Kansas state instead of Texas. Maybe it's at Kansas state. Maybe it's at Brian Denny, who knows? Mm -hmm. Then I think it's probably more like 10 and a half, 13 and a half. Fair. Uh, but I think Vegas is probably seeing this. They're probably like, well, how much are these guys actually going to care? They, they, I think should have adjusted it up to probably closer to 10, Okay. With Bryce Young and Will Anderson being in this game, like a but nine I think and a half, probably, yeah, like a nine and a half. I'd feel really good about that. That'd be a tougher bet for me because okay. then you get into two two score territory. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I think that's what Vegas is probably looking at. Where are the guys going to be at? Meaningless for Alabama in the sense that it's a New Year's Six, not a playoff. Fair enough, I, I can agree with that. Uh, so with that said, I'm going to take Alabama and I'm going to take Alabama to cover. Yeah, easy enough. Easy. Absolutely easy enough we can talk about Tulane and USC if you want to I don't really care to traffic down that road I'd like to spend a little more time on Penn State Utah and then call it a day um, yeah uh, yeah just go Tulane please just <laughs> please go Tulane please I hate Jordan Addison opted out so maybe that will impact the game uh, gosh I hope Tulane run, runs away with that but I'm also like you much more intrigued by Penn State and Utah well, before we get there, the spread for USC Tulane is at two. Not a good, not a good vibe or a feeling for me. If I were to be a Trojan, I would never. You know, if you, if Tulane wins this <clears> game, <throat> if they win it by two, they should so go up and do USC's like little hand sign, like they do, like this. You know, oh like, yeah, dude. Podcast is just too. It's like the peace sign. Um, <clears throat> that would be epic. Tulane's not Tremendous. a pushover. Tulane is not a pushover. Look for look for USC to get Tulane's best and. That could be a problem. And don't look for uh, look for Tulane's coach to not be in Tulane long. Yeah. Penn State, Utah. Really Fritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm taking Utah. Uh, I'm taking Utah to cover. And it's only two and a half. And it's simply based off last year. Same quarterback, Cameron Rising. He's back. Rose Bowl appearance again against a Big Ten East team. I know that it's not Ohio State, but it is a – it is a – it is a – Man, Penn State, everybody recognizes that logo anywhere. Uh, I like Cam Rising more than I do Sean Clifford. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and Clifford's in his uh, 13th year. Oh, man, Valley. I was thinking it was like 17. Sorry. Okay, yeah, I mean, it's up there. Um, yeah. 
Cam Rising is 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 just one of those dudes. He's like, tell me what you need, I'll get it done. You know, let's make it happen. Uh, I think the fifty two and a half for me that feels high. Yeah. Um, curious to know what you think about that. No, no, I'm with you on that. Okay. Um, I, you know, I actually have a lot of uh, a lot more respect for Utah's offense, like you were talking about rising over Sean Clifford. The way that they were able to run with just dudes that were converted to running back or, you know, hadn't done it for long or even seasoned guys. I mean, it really didn't matter who Utah was running because of the lanes they were creating, the effort from those guys. I like I like Utah by man, I, I feel really, really strongly about Utah in this game. I certainly like them to cover that that low spread that you talked about. Mm-hmm. And I really like their defense in this game because you just you don't know what you're gonna get from Sean Clifford a lot of the times. I mean, he's he's Man, is there something with those guys, those Penn State guys? Uh, and I'm looking at you, Will Levis. Uh, you know, is there something about those guys where they're just wild cards? They just got to put it in traffic. I mean, what what is it about those guys? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. Yep. I, I might throw my entire uh, bet allowance, whatever I've got in the account, on that on that line in Utah's favor. Uh, uh, while you're on that, uh, on that whole Will Levis thing, I, my mind just went to the NFL and the mock drafts and all this stuff. Fans be listening out. Cause me and Mike, I haven't told him this yet, but we are, we're going to do a mock draft ourselves around one mock draft. So be on the lookout for that in the spring before, um, <laughs> before the draft hits and expect Will Levis to be low. Um, <laughs> Penn State's rushing attack could cause a problem, but I fully expect to, for Utah to play physical, to be scrappy. Um, I think I think Utah will be able to say, "Throw it!" I dare you, uh, and said, "We're gonna we're gonna make Sean Clifford beat us. We like our chances this way. Your 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 dudes might have been highly recruited out of high school as opposed to ours, but ours are pissed off. So <laughs> have fun with that. Uh, Utah is not a team that I and I've said this since." preseason not a team that i want to draw i just do not want to draw these guys they end up going 10 and 3 disappointing loss to florida on when when anthony richardson you know was still superman yeah when he ran wild um but you talk about a team that's beat usc twice and now they're licking their chops again oh we get another blue blood to go against yeah. okay let's go absolutely and props to kyle whittingham for staying in 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 salt lake city man or wherever you university of utah is <laughs> wherever so uh utah and the cover yeah absolutely bet my house on that one yep well it's thursday it's it's it, at the time of this recording we are about two and a half hours away from florida state oklahoma so we're just going to touch on this real quick here's how quick i'm going to do this go Knowles. go Knowles, <laughs> man ah oh, gosh i just saw something else i really want to bet and that is the uh, ten point spread in favor of the Knowles. Yeah, don't like Oklahoma. Nope. I think that Florida State really. I mean, listen, we talk about bowls being meaningless. This is not meaningless for Florida State. No. Momentum has been a a very tricky thing for them. Mm-hmm. They've got to capture it. They've got to carry it into twenty twenty three. They've got a lot of guys coming back. A lot of, lot to be excited about for sure. in Tallahassee. So do not slip up against a. I'm going to say middling Oklahoma Sooner squad. Whoever they have playing, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, 
do not slip up. Do not lose momentum again because it's it's real right now. You can carry it in 23, and, and you have to if you're Florida State. You absolutely have to. Yep, yep. Go Knowles. Um, very interested in Texas-Washington tonight. That's going to be fun. And here's the one time a year where I'll be rooting for the Irish. Go beat the Gamecocks. Oh, please, 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 please. And how are we feeling real quick about this? This is the final thing. Promise. Last. How are we feeling about Sam Hartman to the Irish? Possibly. I feel like I feel the same way that I did about Jordan Addison uh, getting tampered with, being recruited, mm. being a player on a roster that got recruited. It, it, it was. He had a favorite landing spot at the time before he entered the portal. So that's disgusting, and that's what we, what we have to figure out a way to get out of the game. So you're saying that's going on with Hartman and, and Notre Dame? Well, again, they they were the perceived landing spot before he entered the portal. So yeah, I mean, it's hard to convince me that that there wasn't something wrong. There. I have not put, I did not put two and two together. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Or uh, uh yeah. Okay. Wow. Gotta go. It's gotta go. Gotta uh, get gotta that. Gotta go. Out. Yeah. You gotta figure that out. Uh, gotta put some boundaries on this nil stuff. Hey, that's all we got for you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thank you for letting us tickle your ears. Make sure you like and subscribe. Again, if you don't, you suck. But keep listening. Because uh, we appreciate you uh, letting Dan and Mike hang out in your ears. As always, have a fantastic New Year's Eve. Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. Uh, you're not gonna get. Uh, you're not gonna drink and drive. And Mike's not gonna cut his hair. It's a deal. It's a done deal. These are facts. Facts. <laughs> uh, there, there is a strong case that if Tennessee wins by forty, that Mike will have cut his hair. Uh, more like I'll never cut my hair. Okay. Never. Oh, okay. Okay. Never, never mind. Never mind. Maybe if we lose by 40. We love you guys. (laughs) We love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy your New Year's. Kiss your babies for us. Oh, wow. That's creepy. I don't know. That just kind of flew out of my mouth. I'm going to go ahead and sign (laughs) off because now I sound like a pedophile. We love you guys. God bless. Don't turn me into the sex offender list. Bye. Pandemonium reigns.